Das ist ein bisschen 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 ein Principle, fifth, Asham. If someone steals from his father and swears falsely that he did not steal, and the father then died, and the son then admitted his guilt, he has to pay the principal and the fifth to the father's other sons, or if there are no other sons, to his brothers. If he does not want to give away his part of the principal that he stole, or if he does not have the money to do so, he may borrow money and then return principal to the others, uh, to the other sons or brothers, and the creditors can then collect from them. If a father makes a nether saying to his son, you may not benefit from what is mine, and the father then died, the son may inherit the father, because no longer the father is at that point in time. If he said he may not benefit during his lifetime or after his death, then he may not inherit his father and must instead give his portion to his brothers or his father's brothers. If he does not have any money for food, he may borrow money and then return the portion to the other sons or brothers, and the creditors can then collect from them. Zakh Nimar said, if there are no other heirs, the, sto- the uh, son who stole from his father must give the money to Zedakar. Papa said, when he does so, he has to say, this is the property that was stolen from my father. Fekhmer, why does he have to give this money away? Why can't he forgive himself for his portion of the debt that he owes to the estate? The previous mission said that one can forgive the principal amount and absolve the obligation to return it. Abiyechanan said, the previous mission of Falzer Rebbe Zaglili, and our mission of Falzer Kiva. The Rises says, if someone stole from a ger and swore falsely to him, and he then heard that the ger died, making him think that he now he has to return the money to the kohen, he then meets the ger because Hitaka hadn't died, who converts the stolen money into a loan, and the ger then died. Rebbe Zaglili says the ganav is kind of the loan. Rebbe Kiva says he has to remove the stolen property from his possession. It must be there. Rebbe Yosi holds that a person may be meichel stolen property for himself or for others. Rebbe Kiva says that a person may not be meichel for himself or for others. In truth, Rebbe Yosi could have had the case where the ger didn't convert it into a loan. The reason the ca- that case was given was to show the extent of Rabbi Akiva that even in that case he has to rid the money from his possession. Rosh asked if it's so that Rabbi Yossi holds that even if it had not been converted to a loan then the, 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 then the Mishnah should have taught the halacha of Rabbi Yossi in a case where one is meichel for himself and we would have known that he certainly says someone one is meichel for someone else. Also when teaching the halacha of Rabbi Akiva the Mishnah should have taught a case where one is meichel for someone else and we would, have, we, would have, we would know that a person can certainly not be meichel for himself from the fact that the first Mishnah teaches that a person can be meichel the robbery of another and the second Mishnah teaches that one cannot be meichel for himself this suggests that both Mishnahis are one Tana, who makes a difference between one who is Michael for others and one who is Michael for himself. After the Gemara of Shesha said, both Mishnahis follow Rabbi Yisak Lili, and he says that he, and he says that one can only be Michael for other people, not for himself. The reason he can be Michael for himself in the case of the Ger is only because it was first converted into a debt, into a loan. Rabbi said, both Mishnahis follow Rabbi Akiva, and he says one can only not be Michael for himself, but he could be Michael for other people. That would mean that Rabbi Yisak holds a person can even be Michael for himself. If so, what would be the case where the Pasuk teaches that items stolen from a Ger who then die must be given to a Kayim? Why can't the person just be Michael for himself? So Rabbi said, the case is where he stole from a Ger and swore falsely to him, and the Ger then died, and the Ganav then admitted his guilt after the Ger died. In that case, at the time of his admission, Hashem is claiming the property and gives it to the Ghanim. Zakhmar Ravina asked, what's the halacha for someone who stole from a Giyoris who then died without Yarshim? The puzzle that says that stolen property should be given to the Ghanim says ish is that meant to exclude women or is it simply the normal way for the puzzle to be written in the masculine and was not meant to exclude women so if Aaron said to Ravino that a brysa says it even applies to female geyaris and the word ish teaches that if the ger is an adult we must search to see if he has any yarshim but if he's a cotton we can assume that he has no yarshim because kiktanim cannot have children a brysa says we learn from sukkim that the stolen property of the ger that died without yarshim is given to the kehanim of the mishmer of that week a brysa says if a kain stole from a ger who then died without yarshim and he admits his guilt 
during the week of his own mishmar. How do we know he just can't keep it? He's just not allowed to just say, I'll keep it for myself. After all, he should keep it based on the Kabbalah If he's kinder from others, he should surely be kinder from his own. Rav Nassim, the Kabbalah is as follows. There's something that a kain of the mishmar has no shear in before it enters his possession, meaning the carbon of another kain. Once it enters his possession, another kain may not take it from him, uh, cannot take it away from him, then something that he has a shear of before it enters his possession, meaning property stolen from a ger with no yarshim, should surely not be able to be taken away from him by another kain. The Bryce says this logic is not good, because regarding the first category, meaning the carbon of a kain, no kain had a share in it. Therefore, when it was when it's then given to one kain, no other kain can take it from him. However, regarding the second category, meaning the stolen items from the ger, every kain has a share of it, and therefore, even if one kain has possession of it, the others can demand it from him. Rather, it must be that the ganif who is a kain must take the property and divide it among all the kahanim of the mishmar. Fereknumar, a Pasuk teaches that a kain may keep the portions of his own carbon. If so, just like he can keep the ashram that he brings, he should also be able to keep the stolen property for himself as well. And Fereknumar, we're talking about a kain who is Tomei, who cannot keep the portions of his ashram. Fereknumar, if the kain is Tomei, we would, he would not be entitled to a share of the stolen property because only the Torah members of the Mishmar are entitled to that. Rather, we learn from Shava from an inherited field that was sold and not redeemed, which was split among the Kahanim at Yehul. In that case, the Brisa teaches that if a Kayin had bought the land that is destined to be divided among the Kahanim, and he'll be entitled to a share of that, he may not simply keep the field. Rather, he must give it to be divided among all the Kahanim of the Mishmar of Yom Kippur of Yehul. We learn from here that regarding stolen property of a Ger as well, the Kayin can't keep it for himself. Rather, he must give it to be divided among all the Kahanim of the Mishmar.